and blast off hey everybody thanks for tuning in to another episode of divi chat each week some of the brightest divi minds from all around the world get together to share their knowledge and expertise with running businesses and developing websites with wordpress and divi and tonight not necessarily just divi experts we've got wordpress experts on the panel as well so tonight you'll be listening to that's all right episode 62 where we'll be discussing our first look at gutenberg let's get chatting but before we do let's say hello to tonight's awesome panel ladies first hi leslie Hi, uh, I'm Leslie Burnell. Um, I'm down here in Texas, and you can find me at a girl in her Mac dot design and uh, at a girl in her Mac on Facebook and Twitter. Do, do you do anything with Gutenberg, Leslie? Uh, I'm helping with some documentation right now for some tutorials. So yes. <laughs> woot woot! All right. Uh, hey, Corey. Hello, everybody. Corey Gutenberg Jenkins coming at you from Prescott, Arizona. Uh, Aspen Grove Studios, Divi.Space, and happy to be here. Awesome. Glad to have you. Hey, David. Brother David. Come on, David. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> Did he freeze? You, Did you freeze? Let me see. There he is. Introduce yourself, David. There you go. No, no just you. say hi. Tell tell us who you are, David. <laughs> okay, so I'm David uh, Elster, a WordPress developer, and I have played with Gutenberg some, and I hide from people, so you can't find me on social media. Boom. Go find him, folks. This is I, the I, internet. I, and I, I, I can find like, you. Yeah. That sounds Make it like a challenge. A challenge. <laughs> <laughs> These people can find me. You can find me if you look really hard. <laughs> All right, and we have a first-time person who also has experience with Gutenberg, James. Yeah, I'm James Tryon. Uh, I'm founder of Easily Amused. It's a creative agency out of Orlando, Florida. Uh, I'm also the lead ambassador of Wapoos, which is the online archive for Wapoos. Uh, and I'm also working with Leslie on some tutorial documentation for the Gutenberg project itself. Fantastic. So glad you're here, James. I'm, I'm super excited to have you. Thanks for having me. Hey, hey, Tim. Hey, everybody. Tim Streifler here, and you can find me online at divilife.com, timstreifler.com, and wpthepodcast.com. And I am also here in Texas along with Leslie. Boom. A lot of Texans on the panel tonight. And my name is David Blackman with Aspen Grove Studios, Divi Space, and our newly launched podcast, only 120. 30 some odd episodes in wpthepodcast.com. Um, I have very about this much experience with Gutenberg, but I'm going to give a shot and define it for people who may or may not know what Gutenberg is. Gutenberg's kind of been all of the rage the last year or so. Um, it's a new editor for WordPress um, that's supposed to come out this year. And it has to do with blocks, and it's going to be a visual builder, if I'm not mistaken, front-end editor and stuff. And I think it's more content-driven as opposed to full-blown kind of page builder thing. But they're going in the direction of, of page builder with it and stuff. So um got some people on here who know a whole lot more about it than I do. So if somebody wants to tackle a better definition of what Gutenberg is, please feel free. And I know names, and I'll call it on you. So let's talk about Gutenberg. What is it? 
What's Gutenberg? Leslie, you're working on the docks. What is it? You're no, writing it no. up. No, ask one of the guys. No. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm it, James, David, Corey, Tim. One of you want to tackle that one? Yeah, ask a dad. What ask is Gutenberg? <laughs> James got James got his well, microphone will, unmuted. I'll answer, and I'll tippy toe around this. Uh, so, uh, Gutenberg is the new publishing experience of WordPress. Uh, right now, it's it's a way to give users a more uh, content-rich experience writing content. And they're also trying to streamline the way that someone has to, uh, let's say, modify a page. Because in the past, you might have had a custom post type with a bunch of short codes and user meta inputs. And now we want to turn all those into blocks that allows the user to easily manipulate their content without uh, necessarily having to learn six systems or so to do that. Awesome. Well, there you go. Thanks, <laughs> and have a good night. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> no, uh, I, I'm kind of, I'll be honest. I'm kind of excited about Gutenberg, and, um, you know, I, I like the idea of knowing that the platform that provides for my family, WordPress, is, um, you know, I'm not going to say fighting back or competing against because Squarespace, Wix, and all of those platforms don't even come close to WordPress right now. However, I like the the, the fact that WordPress is forward-thinking and they don't really want to lose market share. They actually want to try to gain more market share of uh, Internet websites. And, and that's important for somebody like me who, you know, this is what provides for my family and stuff. So, um I'm excited about it, you know. Um, anybody else want to talk about Gutenberg, David? No pressure, uh, David. For the from the from the user, like the non-tech savvy people, there's a there's a gap, right? So when you make a website and you don't know what you're doing, and you install WordPress, you like add a new page and you look at it. There's just this blank box, and you're like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to put here, and so. Uh, Gutenberg is going to bridge the gap and fill that uh, same thing that page builders are trying to do so that you can just put, click your mouse in there, like a Word document, start typing, and, you know, what you see is what you're going to get on the front, which is, like, that's the end goal of the web, isn't it, to just be able to start typing and have that show up on a web page? And so I guess that's kind of the user side of thing. We'll get to the dev side later, probably. Yeah, I liked... Uh... Go ahead, Corey. Uh, I, I was going to say for for WordPress, it's truly making the WYSIWYG. What you see is what you get. It's it's actually making it a WYSIWYG instead of like calling it that before. And what you see isn't really what you get. So it, it's kind of <laughs> kind of moving towards that that direction, I, I guess, in layman's terms. Um, and, and then you know, it, as far as far as the you know the code base, it's it's kind of a complete overhaul of, of the the code base of, of WordPress, which. I know it's been in the works for for several years. Uh, you know, Matt Mullenweg uh, a couple of years ago talked about learn JavaScript deeply, and he was kind of alluding, uh, foreshadowing to the fact that uh, WordPress is going to make this gigantic leap over to uh, JavaScript and get away from PHP, which is slowly, even though it's extremely popular, becoming um, antiquated. So, um, yeah, so, so there's a couple of big things from a, layman's term, like, you know, front-end standpoint, and then back-end, I think, where developers are going to get extremely excited about and kind of nerd out on the on the code base. 
Those are some really good points. Yeah, I, I do remember him talking about that and stuff. Yeah, for me, I think I see the biggest changes, and um, James kind of mentioned this too, kind of unifying the experience because, like, currently you install a theme on WordPress, whether it's a free theme, it's a premium theme, whatever. Every theme is different, and so uh, you know some themes have. Uh, do a lot in the customizer, which was like, you know, several years ago, supposed to be like this big thing with with WordPress and unifying the experience. And it kind of did to an extent. Um, and then some themes have their own theme options. And then there's page builders. And then, you know, some themes are like heavily uh, widget built. Um, but they're all it's all just kind of scattered. And so now you have like, okay, there's one foundation and themes are going to hook into it. And so it's going to kind of like bring the whole WordPress editing experience, you know, make it unified instead of all over the place to where like the experience is totally different based on what theme you're using. Well, speaking of that, I have a question for you. Um, and obviously this is Divi chat. So Divi is one of the page builders that are out there in the marketplace. <laughs> and, break Divi? Sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, that's probably one of the questions that's out there. I did reach out to Nick Roach and, and elegant themes yesterday and talked with him for a little bit and he did, share with me a couple of things that I could share with you guys publicly and stuff. And um, first thing that he does say, because I, to Leslie's point, is it going to break Divi? What's going to happen? Um, first thing he says is Gutenberg will not break Divi. And there will be a choice to use the Divi Builder or Gutenberg, just like there is a choice right now between the Divi Builder and at current WordPress post editor. Um, the second thing he says is they're exploring creative ways for Divi and Gutenberg to interact. But what that interaction looks like will depend on how Gutenberg's development progresses. Obviously, we're still this is that's end of his two quotes. But obviously, Gutenberg is still. Although it's been in development for a few years, it's only in what beta two now or something. And I think launch is supposed to be five. Um, so. You know, who knows where it's going to be at five from two. So, um, Interesting. what do you guys think? So to kind of uh, expand on that, um, when Gutenberg does launch as the default, it's not going to replace the classic editor. It's still there. And so Divi does replace the current editor, right? So now you'll have the option between the three of them. You may want some pages or posts in Divi or Gutenberg or the classic editor depending on your use case, right? And uh, so you'll see probably a lot of the Divi community will continue to use Divi um, in WordPress 5 for most things. And then maybe for some text-heavy uh, text posts, they might reach into Gutenberg and try it out, maybe. Um, and slowly, uh, hopefully, Divi can move its modules into blocks or integrate it. Like, you know, maybe you could do Gutenberg, Divi, Gutenberg, Divi back and forth as you need. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how they integrate it. But um, the thing is, it's not a replace. It's not one or the other. It's definitely not that. And especially at the start, um, because Gutenberg uh, requires buy-in. It requires uh, developers to buy into this blocks system and to build a library of blocks for the users before they can buy in. They're going to live side by side for um, presumably a long time. Now, is that going to happen without installing the classic editor plugin? Are you going to have those options, or do you have to have that installed? There is a classic editor block, which I assume is uh, going to stay as part of 
core because it's going to have to. Because what will happen is when you upgrade to 5.0, all of the stuff that exists currently will be in a classic editor block. They don't have. There's no other choice, right? So, um, in terms of will Divi be available at 5.0, uh, presumably so. Um, and so your, then your options would be uh, Gutenberg and Divi, or you could ins also install the classic editor to have the whole suite. Yeah, to me, to me, um, I, I, I don't know. Kind of, kind of in my method of thinking, it's it, it's it's kind of being like you know, which which I understand because they they've got to just kind of dive into it. But um, Gutenberg's kind of being forced upon people, where it it, it should be done a, a little bit more subtly, like you know. Let's say you're using Divi or or another similar page builder, and you actually have to like enable the Divi builder, and you know, as opposed to the classic editor. To me, it would make more sense to like kind of, uh, you know, kind of like ease and in, ease into the Gutenberg bath of have it like the classic editor, and then oh, I want to enable Gutenberg, and I push a button, and then Gutenberg's uh, in, enabled. Uh, you know, to to me, that'd be like you know a little bit uh, better way of introducing it to the masses. But I, I understand Matt Mullenweg's thinking of if we don't just jump, then it's never gonna never gonna take off. So. Let's, we, let's scare everyone into being ready so that we are ready. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, we're kind of at the point that you're talking about now. Though you can install the plugin and then enable it, or you can install the plugin and just let it sit there and not touch it. So you can opt into it currently. We're at that stage. It's just that 5.0, it will be the default. So yeah. I understand what you're saying, but we're we're in that transition process now. Yeah, there. There's also going to be. Uh, there's also a classic plugin, uh, classic editor plugin. So you have the classic editor block now, but there's also a whole other plugin. So let's say that you don't want to continue down the path of Gutenberg. Not that I'm condoning that or recommending it, but if you don't, you could install the the classic editor plugin, and then it gives you the settings. Do I want to give the option to? use editor, uh, the classic editor or Gutenberg or always use the classic editor, depending on how old your code is or how much custom work has to be updated. Uh, as a joke, I bought gutenfree.com and it redirects to the classic editor <laughs> plugin. <laughs> so it's just there as like one of those cheap domains, but it's funny, like gutenfree if you're, if you're really interested. In yeah, but nerds will get it. I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> I bought a girl in her Guten. <laughs> I think nice. that's so funny. I think I think one of the um, real big concerns with users right now is they're like, when I flip that switch, when I hit upgrade to WordPress 5, is everything going to break? And uh, of course, the answer is no, because everything will get converted to the classic editor blocks. And then if you want to continue like that, like you said, you just install a classic editor plugin and forget that Guten exists, which I don't suggest. Like he's like, you know, James also said, like, I don't recommend you just ignore this thing that is going to be the future of WordPress. But if you have a current install or a big website and it's just not feasible to convert it, you don't have to. Yeah. And, we're not, you're before, not you upgrade, before you upgrade to five Oh back up your website. If there was ever a time, <laughs> just in case. Now, or, or, or we, we've already shortened it. Or are we calling it Guten? Guten. I like the Goot. <laughs> Goot. I like, Goot, Goot. <laughs> I've noticed, I've noticed that in the um, community, like a lot of the third party stuff that's being developed, people have shortened it to Guten. We've all kind of just given up on calling it Gutenberg. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, that's a long name to type out all the time in different channels. Well, <clears throat> speaking of domains, I bought, we bought Gutenberg.store. So we may be future looking for products. So just saying. Oh, there's a question for Tim in the chat, I think. 
Um, what is my take on WordPress 5? Oh, Tim has a fan. Single meaning. Uh-oh, and it, it's from <laughs> Know Your Tech. No, no pressure, Tim. No, no pressure. Maybe he has royal commerce. Know Your Tech. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I am excited about the future of WordPress. And like David mentioned, having it, um, you know, WordPress progressing and moving forward and, and looking at, you know, the old WYSIWYG, quote unquote, WordPress text editor as being, you know, outdated and wanting to move things forward. To me, I, I look at, you know, obviously this is Divi Chat and I have a business built around Divi products. Um, so I look at how it compares to Divi. And Right now, obviously, like it doesn't compare in terms of its capabilities. Um, you know, you can't build what you can build in Divi or Elementor or Beaver Builder in Gutenberg. Um, from what I hear, it, that the plan is that it, you know, eventually will be a full page builder. Um, but one question I have for for you guys that have more experience with it, I was playing around with Frontenberg. Elster, you shared that on Facebook. Um, which for anyone out there, Frontenberg, it's a way you can play with <laughs> play with Gutenberg without having to download it and install it. It's, that's funny. That's, that's difficult enough. Um, and one thing I noticed is there doesn't seem to be like a hierarchy of of content. There's just blocks. Like with Divi and and Beaver Builder, and I think Elementor as well. You know, you have your sections and rows, and then you can insert columns, and then inside those columns, you can put whatever module you want. But with Gutenberg, there's just blocks. And I know I, there's the block for like the two text or two column text, but there doesn't seem to be at this point any way to, you know, add different blocks in a column format. Do you guys know if there's plans to build upon that and, and you know, make more of a hierarchy of, of content like that? So before uh, James might give us the official answer here, I'd like to say that I prefer it this way. So um, I would prefer that... Uh, the structure of a page. So things like uh, columns or what we're, we're, what we're really talking about here is like a CSS framework. We're talking about like columns and rows and sections, right? So I would prefer that to be agnostic from core and for your theme to say, okay, well, I'm going to include foundation and then to implement that, like, you know, just add the, the maybe uh, have options to add the classes to core uh, blocks. So if you want like something to be four columns and you click a little button that says four columns, but um, I'm, I don't want that in core and I may be a minority uh, because at, from the developer side, but I don't want WordPress to tell me how many columns are on my page. And I, although like Elementor does it all right, where you have little flexible things that you can drag around and stuff. Um, it, the question is, how do you do that in an agnostic way? How do you not step on frameworks toes? But I'll pass that over to James, and maybe he'll give us a really good answer. Interesting. Well, I, I can give you a, a, a kind of answer. I can know that there is there is uh, Git repository tickets tracking nested blocks for that column layout. Um, really, because you have two types of short codes right now: in closing and forget the other term, whether just like by themselves. So pretty much like anyone who uses short codes for layout purposes. Uh, even though most of us don't like that idea of make, mixing layout and content like that, I think that nested block functionality will help replace those tools. Uh, I also know that it would help if you can align images next to copy better with blocks that way. So they look like they, you know, you put a left line image, it's going to wrap in, in the copy will wrap around or nicely, which you need nested blocks to accomplish some things about nested quotes would be nice. So there's a little bit of thing that you need the nested to get to the next level of 
content rich editing, but I personally agree that layout controlled and the content is a bit scary, especially when you can't control or lock that down by default, which again, you should be able to, when it gets to that point uh, we were told that template lockdown uh, is something that should be happening. Uh, but should is. Important. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a couple of questions and I don't mean to kind of derail or take us in a different down a different path, but um we do have a couple of people who are creating products with Gutenberg currently on tonight's panel, uh, James and David. And I know David's working on a theme, and James has um, a plug-in currently, uh, blockswp.com. You can check it out. David, I don't know what your URL or even if it's anywhere yet. Um, but if I'm not mistaken, you guys have a product, and we've got – all product creators for WordPress here on the panel tonight. And I'm very curious to get some feedback on where you see the future of product creation with plugins and themes and stuff. And you may not be able to answer it yet, but are if people going to be selling blocks? It, here. So, <laughs> so here you kind of segued into something that I was trying to say towards the end of the discussion in terms of like the future of uh, WordPress because of this, right? So, but one of the most exciting thing your your cam's kind of bouncing there, uh, Blackman. But um, so one of the most exciting things about the repo uh, that we have currently, we have plugins and theme repos, right? So presumably, uh, once this kicks off, we'll have a blocks repo, and so there'll be just an open source searchable. Uh, you know, open library of these blocks. Sure, people monetize blocks the same way they do uh, plugins and themes now. And they also, um, I don't know how many people have used uh, Gutenberg so far, but there's layouts. And you can you can build an entire page, and then you can just leave some little uh, editable content blocks so they can type, say, like, your title here, and they can type the title of their page. So people will sell layouts the same way people now in the Divi world sell uh, child themes, which are, for the most part, layouts. I, I understand. It's, they also sell layouts, right? Yeah, layouts. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So it's going to be the same, the same monetization style. There'll just be a ton of free open source software as well, um, just as there is on the repos. So there's a Google Maps. If you type Google Maps into the plugin repo, you're going to get thousands of them. If you type in Google Maps blocks, you will find them. They already exist. People have already created that. So um, all these things are happening in little pockets in the dev world right now. We're all making little React components for things that we think belong in a block. And uh, once WordPress.org says, here's a place to upload them, here's the coding standard for it, because Gutenberg is ready to accept your blocks, then we'll, you'll just see a ton of these things flood the market. And um, that is just, that's the most exciting thing about Gutenberg to me personally. And I think that's the future of monetizing it, the blocks and the layouts. James? Ooh. What's your feeling on, on stuff? I know you guys have, and you can tell us about your plugin yeah. too. Well, I want to state something about the plugin. It's a free plugin, and the reason I I learned by doing. So I felt if I'm making something and I'm teaching someone, I need to do it. And if someone's using that plugin, they're dependent on me. That means I can't release technical debt. It has to be an accurate real plugin. So we made that the the whole site was put together really fast, but with the purpose of learning uh, and and growing and understanding how we're doing that. Um, personally, uh, I feel that this is going to be a nice refresh to the market. Now, anyone who's already built uh, themes and plugins and widgets, 
are all going to make blocks too, but it gives everyone an equal opportunity to use all their skills they've ever learned to jump back in WordPress as equal, you know, uh, you know, starting line, if you will. So I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be a mini thing, probably last two to three years of this like conversion over. Um, but I think it's going to be a great thing for our, our community. It's going to help remove a lot of the technical debt. I'm hoping. Um, and I mean that really just from like all the stuff that maybe hasn't been updated in the repo for several years, people will find better solutions. People will start getting new theme packs, uh, or, and, and the beauty of this themes will be a lot thinner, uh, and a lot more niche and be able to level, uh, leverage a lot of the core blocks to allow for quicker manipulation or switching themes without ruining all your content. So uh, overall, I think it's a really good thing for the community, but, um, yeah, oh, that's that's where I'm at. Awesome, thanks. Yeah, well, I'm I'm curious. I mean, is you know, obviously blocks are different than plugins. You know, JavaScript, React versus PHP and stuff. I'm assuming the people that already have a market share in WordPress with products that are, you know, niche products specifically for like I'm just going to use one. It's on the top of my head, like Optin Monster. You know, um, not a plugin. I would imagine. I, well, yeah, I would imagine that, um, well, SAS, right. <laughs> I would imagine, let me see, give me, give me a plug in. Caldera Forms, Caldera Forms. Caldera Forms. I would imagine that Caldera Forms is going to transition into blocks. Otherwise, there will, there will absolutely know. be a Caldera Forms block. That's not even a question. Right. But if they don't, but I think he has doors already, to that, uh, that holds the floor, yeah. which just echoes it out. Okay. Well, my, my, I guess my point is, is that if, if current developers don't do that, you know, what are they risking by not adopting Gutenberg blocks? You know, Hey, everything's going good. I'm staying with classic WordPress, PHP, and they've got this business model that's built up already. Uh, and then somebody says, Oh, well, Hey, they're not doing it in blocks. I'll, create the same thing in blocks, you know, I'm being devil's advocate. I'm just kind of <laughs> so, throwing it out there. I wanted to touch on something that we hit earlier, but I'll, I'll answer your question and then kind of back to backtrack. So um, if that, if developers who uh, are currently doing plugins and they're in PHP and they have absolutely no idea about uh, JavaScript, like, you know, modern JavaScript uh, libraries react, they have no idea what they're doing. There is a website uh, called getting ready for Gutenberg.com. And this is a group where if you're, especially if you're a single dev, you can um, apply, essentially. You just say your name and the plugin that you've got, and they'll, uh, a team of devs will help you convert your current plugin to blocks. So, oh, and it's, it's so a nice. service, isn't it? <laughs> and, um, and they're Open looking for devs to help out with this, I think, as well. Yeah, that's pretty um, badass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, getting ready for Gutenberg.com. So the question is, um, if like if you're a sole dev and you you have no idea how to convert to blocks, what are you going to do? Reach out to the community because uh, developer buy-in is the most important thing to Gutenberg, or it will die. Just we it, there has to be developer buy-in, and the community realizes that, and people are out there and willing to help. And then uh, to backtrack a little bit uh, with. Uh, James said, uh, oh, the fresh start. 
with the community. I think that um, one of the things that can't be overlooked is there are, outside of the WordPress community in particular, uh, React is, is huge, right? And so now we have all of these uh, front-end developers who are React developers who before looked at WordPress and went, oh, it's PHP and you know <laughs> it's a it's a really old stack and nobody codes like that anymore. I don't want anything to do with that. And now WordPress is like, no, we want you and we welcome <laughs> you. And so now they have a, a a very important role in the WordPress ecosystem that they can fill. That's interesting. So See, I, that's I really stuff I did not. Know. Yeah, I expect I expect an influx of especially. Uh, React developers to to be enticed by this. Hey, we have an open market for for React components, and you build whatever you want, and we'll put it in front of people. And that's especially um, you know uh, learning developers. Like if you're you're beginning, this it's an open market. Um, I know that I peeked at James thing. He has like social icons. That's an easy one. There's a lot of front end stuff that everybody wants on their website. You could make a block for. So um, I think. That is an interesting thing that can't be understated. Just the influx of developers um, from outside of WordPress that this brings in. So, so, so do you see, um, uh, you know, developers like Elementor and Divi sticking to what they they currently have and utilizing the classic editor, or do you do you actually see them um, integrating their their ideas and their, and their current products into into blocks? Well, okay, so how long will that take? Right. So the thing is, Elementor doesn't use the classic editor. It has its own front end editor. And I feel like they, that is similar to Gutenberg. So they're probably the Elementor team will probably stick to their guns for a significant amount of time. But it doesn't matter, it doesn't really matter for page builders if they the, like let's take Divi, it is its own editor. Um, and it the back end editor kind of hijacks the classic editor, right? It just reskins it and then it dumps a bunch of short codes into the content and then spits it out on the front page. Um, they can continue to do that for so long, but then they're gonna hit a brick wall. And then they're gonna say, look, we can't support WordPress past this point because it no longer does this thing eventually, but that's really far down the road. The thing is, um, they're going to get passed up. If you if Divi st- goes, we're going to stick to our guns. We're not touching Gutenberg at all. There will be developers who will, de- and I, 100%, every single Divi module will be converted to a block by somebody, by somebody. Or there will be an alternative that is similar enough or even better that uh, will be like on the blocks repo or available publicly for free. Yeah, I already know that Nick and them are planning for, you know, they're going to integrate with Gutenberg. And once they once it's all fleshed out, I do think it's going to be a while. I kind of agree. Um, it, it, it will it will take some time, but eventually it will get there. Um, and I think they'll all adapt. You know, every everybody will adapt. Product creators for WordPress will embrace at some point, you know, WordPress as it evolves, so to speak. Let me see what other questions I have in here. Does anybody want to say anything while I'm? Yeah, I will bring up something that I was thinking about. Uh, We we talked about Gutenberg basically opening up the possibility for more developers, React developers, and and so forth to come into the community. Uh, Another thing on the the flip side is designers. I feel like, uh, you know, within the last couple of years, page builders being all the rage, um, any popular theme out there is a page builder or has, you know, integrates visual composer or something. And I feel like it almost stunted like the design aspect of themes. 
um, where it was, you know, these big page builders taking up all the market share and, you know, new designers or, or, or whatever really, you know, didn't have, you know, they're not going to build their own page builder. Um, so I feel like with having, you know, a central builder as part of WordPress, it's going to open up for designers that just want to focus on, on design and not have to, you know, build their own page builder to be able to come out with themes. Um, so I don't know if that's the case at all, but, uh, I could see that happening. Yeah, that <clears throat> I, I see, I see your point there. And it probably depends on the kind of designer. Cause like for me, I'm a designer, but I love CSS. And one of my goals this year was to really get into CSS grid. So I'm going to learn CSS grid on my Gutenberg install though. I, I think it seems redundant to me to try to mix it, you know, use it on Divi. And I know people already have, but um, that's what I'm really excited about is to kind of learn Gutenberg in tandem with CSS grid. Um, but like to your point, there are, you know, designers who can't code or who don't want to use CSS. Um, yeah, I guess they'd be in a different boat, but I, I like the idea. That's like the part I want to do. Like I want to do all everything I can on my own as far as the, the design part. So. Yeah. James, you're a designer. You want to weigh in on that? Sure. Uh, so I'm actually really excited about this part as well. Right now there's uh, a color picker module built into uh, to Gutenberg so that lets you set an array of your colors. So if you're if you're uh, have a website and you have a brand, you can you you can set uh, your colors for your background and your font so you can uh, make sure that everything matches your your style guide. So the, the beauty of this is a designer can come in, set a bunch of templates, set your fonts, colors. Now the fonts um, ideally will be coming. And I know they're, they're working on that. I know they're also working on some button modules that do the same thing, like different style of button picker uh, blocks, but that'll all come in time. Right now they only have the color, but it, it gives you the idea of what you can do. As a designer, you can completely set up your style guide and let your client take over. They can add new parent page, child pages, things fall into place, and they can't really pick an ugly color uh, or the wrong font if you set up these uh, limitations. Uh, so it's really exciting. And that's all a simple array. So, I mean, sure, it's a little daunting, but it really is just some hex values with commas to update. Yeah, that does sound exciting, actually. That's awesome. <laughs> that does sound awesome. What else? And in theory, there's no reason why that couldn't work with Divi, too, right? You're just setting limitations. You're not controlling layouts. So right. We've talked about what Gutenberg is, how how it's currently being used, where we think it's going and stuff, um, how we think it's going to affect the marketplace and whatnot. Um, I, I'm I was at WordCamp US in Nashville. I saw them, you know, do the presentation at, at State of the Word. Um, I got to be honest, I was impressed. I was kind of excited when I was watching it and stuff. Um, I don't know why, because I'm not really a developer, but, you know, <laughs> WordPress excites me. And, cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw the potential in it, you know, and I think that's what excites me. You know, when I first saw WordPress, I saw the potential in WordPress. Me as a non-developer, this was something that I could use myself and self-teach myself. And then same thing when I found Divi, it was like another tool. And I see this in the same way. I just see it as a very powerful 
future way of WordPress and, and its evolution and stuff. And it's just really exciting. If you haven't checked it out, um, go check out state of the word. It's probably on wordpress.tv Matt Mullenweg. They do a great presentation of, you know, some examples of, of Gutenberg and stuff. Go take a look or at just it. Install it. Go play with it. We well, should, the, yeah. uh, the, the atmosphere at state of the word, uh, during the Gutenberg talk was, uh, I think a little bit more combative than than uh, I, I would have expected, but I think it was only those combative people that actually spoke up. The people that were comfortable with it and were forward thinking probably weren't the ones going up to the microphone and and uh, and razzing um, Matt Mullenweg. But it was you could tell people were scared and and uh, they were a little afraid of the unknown. And I, I think even in the the month or so since um, I don't know, almost two months since uh, since State of the Word. A lot has transpired and people have become more comfortable with it. But uh, it, it, it was kind of interesting to see how combative um, of an atmosphere it, it was. I mean, out of the thousands of, you know, I don't know, 2000 people sitting in there, maybe it was it was kind of a very quiet, uh, almost nervous atmosphere happening. Well, we can't change is a big deal, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. we also can't ignore the fact that this is going to obsolete a lot of stuff. Right. So, like, sure. Sometimes you'll have to reach for advanced custom fields, but now we have uh, global blocks in the WordPress editor, so you can set, you know, uh, some like you could just edit something one place and it edits everywhere. Like a lot of the use cases for uh, the a lot of the tools that we use, and everyone focuses on page builders, but um, a large array of our tools are not going to be built in. You're still going to reach for them at times. And but just less and less over time, and that uh, that is going to get people up in arms, especially when you say, "Hey, you don't need to use the 300 things that you spent a lot of time learning, <laughs> buying, and you know that you're really comfortable with." Yeah, just throw those away. Nobody likes that, of course, and you don't have to. But it's very quickly going to obsolete a lot of uh, the WordPress tooling. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I feel like that kind of happened with page builders like for example when i started using divi exclusively it was like wait i don't need a, another slider plug and i don't need another gallery plug and i have that stuff built in and so now that's happening at the core of wordpress which is going to have even a wider effect like you said these things like custom fields and and so forth well i have to say like as far as like you know all this going on this year um that it kind of came at a really good time for me because as a you know a Divi user since the beginning, I love Divi. I'm not dropping my Divi products. So I'm not going to stop developing them. But this was a rough year for Divi updates, and I'm about at my wits' end. With you know, I, I'm not. It doesn't surprise me that people in the Divi community are like, "Oh my God, now Gutenberg is that going to break our site?" Because we've gotten so used to the Divi updates breaking our sites. Um, so, so you know, I'm just I'm excited that I have another area that I can um, focus my design and CSS stuff to. Um, but you know, I'm not getting out of Divi yet, but it's just, it's coming at a good time for me. So I'm happy. <laughs> sorry. I've been in the chat. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say, we, we must be pretty lucky because you know, we, we really haven't had our, uh, designs or custom built sites or could really be that affected by, by Divi updates. I haven't considered considering what I see people post about. I mean, there's some crazy shit I see them post about that's happening on their sites. I've had like a, a handful of really weird things that I don't understand what the hell's going on. And I don't even want to have one. I don't, I shouldn't have to have one. Okay. It, it just needs to work. 
Um, so, you know, I, I think for some, I don't know, it's kind of, this is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I think if you weigh just like, you know, WordPress updates, Divi updates, plugin updates, to me, they, they all kind of fall in line percentage wise of like what's affected and what, what it's caused by. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been interesting. I've, I've seen the horror stories from, from people. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of the, you know, one of the cons of, or I guess one of the costs of using open source tools when you have plugins and themes and, you know, dozens of plugins all built by other developers, you know, when you update things, things aren't going to, you know, properly mesh and, and so forth. And so, well, and I guess that's just it. I don't really use any of the Divi plugins, like hardly any. Um, so I understand that the third party plugins might cause conflicts with the, you know, when Divi updates, but I don't really use them. So my, my conflicts are like with, you know, gravity forms, like things are that are solid, you know, right. That's plugins. what I mean though. <laughs> even those, even. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Plugins I thought you were talking about third party. No, I just mean third party plugins, basically anything that's not core Divi. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, for me, I, I haven't had really any issues with updates either. But, um, I mean, that's just kind of what happens. You know, that's it's low barriers to entry. But, you know, things things built by multiple developers can can conflict. So uh, kind of a side effect of Gutenberg as well is that a lot of that is going to go away because the theme itself is going to have... I mean, sure, it has like uh, it will tell the builder what it supports, what feature it supports, and it contains the color palette. But for the most part, your theme doesn't actually do uh, much, and it's going to do less and less over time as Gutenberg takes over the header and the footer and such, right? Um, and so, so say you imagine a world where Divi today uh, has moved everything to blocks, and now we have the Divi blocks just right in Gutenberg, um, and then all those Divi plugins will be would be self-contained uh, add-ons for Gutenberg that complement Divi instead of add-ons that uh, hack and slash at Divi itself. And so, uh, you know, if Divi makes changes, then the add-ons may not work perfectly, but they're not going to completely break both Divi and themselves. Okay, yeah. I have a very important question. Who here thinks Gutenberg will launch when... Matt said it would launch, which was you mean April? Yeah, April. Who thinks who thinks it will launch? I have no idea. Show of hands. You think it'll launch, James? Okay. April? I'm I'm in that camp. You're okay. you're muted. No, let me let me read preface. I think Gutenberg will launch with WordPress 5.0. Um April might not be the time, but I think the next big release will be Welcome Gutenberg World Blocks. So. Yeah, 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 it's, it's, it's gonna it's gonna have to be 5.0 after it's been so documented on 5.0 and talked about. It's just a matter of 5.0 is, is it pushed pushed back yeah. a little bit. My bet, uh, Matt. I'm calling you out. My bet. <laughs> yeah, later. I was gonna say July. <laughs> I, I see the comment. I see the comment like ET with a developer edition. <laughs> where they're going to keep on fractioning the version updates. <laughs> the versioning is going Sorry, into thousands. And what, were you, what, were, what were you saying, James? Uh, he was at our local meetup uh, last Monday, and he said, you know, uh, April, April, May. That's what he said. Oh, so, oh awesome. He's still sticking he's to still, it. Boom. Well, he, okay. yep. You have to I'm imagine. I'm not a core, so I'm just, I'm just a person. <laughs> so I don't really have any <laughs> say. 
you yeah, I saw that. The, the, the core changes in 5.0 that outside of Gutenberg are essentially done. Like, there's not uh, anything that would stall it beyond April other than Gutenberg itself. And if you install this thing and play with it, it's sure there are features missing, but uh, it's ready to ship, right? Like, you could still, you could build a page in it currently. So I don't see, I don't, I can't imagine what would um, push it back beyond April. All right, now I want to hear about uh, this theme, David. Tell me about this theme that you're developing. Come on, man. Guten Uh, theme. What's the name of it? Is it got a cool Is it called Ollie? Is it Guten Free? Like uh, it is not gluten-free, it is gluten heavy. <laughs> gluten heavy. Uh, it's right now I have it's just like a sandbox thing for myself, but it's gonna be definitely uh I haven't figured out if I'm gonna I haven't decided if I'm gonna monetize it. I doubt it. I might release it free, but honestly, I hate supporting things. It's just a starter theme for myself. Um and it's based on foundation and uh with their XY grid, which is like kind of I think it has a little bit of CSS grid in it, but it's flexbox essentially. And uh, for backwards compatibility up to some point, certainly not IE9 or anything. Maybe I'm not sure about IE11. So I don't really care about uh, supporting old browsers and stuff. And it's just a starter kit for my personal projects. And also, it's the theme that I've been building blocks onto and into. And um, it's just a, I, I'm not promising any release. I'm not going to say April. How's that? <laughs> You're killing me, man. You're killing me. Does, any, does anybody here have an actual, like, <laughs> they've built in Gutenberg yet? No, but I'm gonna. Well, he's. James has posted several of them. Bridget, Bridget had oh, yeah. one. Guten Bridget. Oh, Bridget. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I'll Bridget. put some links to Bridget and Tammy Lister has been doing um, a lot of blogs and and things yeah. to read up on too. Okay. I, I've like you know I read up on it a lot. I've dabbled, but I haven't had the time to like actually like fully dig in, which I need to do. It'd, it'd be interesting to do like a full site in it and. It's really weird going from Divi to it, or it was for me because it's it's so far down. You know, I mean, I'm used to like you know all these colors and all this shit. Um, but it it was nice. It was really fast. Um, and yeah, I haven't I haven't even assigned a class or anything like that yet. So uh, kind of like a side thing, but not really a side thing. If you're a developer, if you're a React developer, you have you absolutely know this thing that's that is called Create React App. It is a starter. Uh, like you, you know, npm install create React app. It gives you like a boilerplate, right, for um, a React project. So, uh, the guy's name—if I tried to pronounce it, I would butcher it. I'm sure. Um, there is a create Guten block boilerplate, and if you npm install Guten, create Guten block, you will get this boilerplate as well. But I recommend um, googling this thing with dashes: create dash Guten dash block. You'll get his GitHub repo and some tutorials on how to play with it and stuff. Um, and he also has another repo called, I want to say Gutenberg examples, Gutenberg examples. Um, and he just has, uh, some that are editable, some that are static and you can just play with his blocks. So if, uh, or I think you can just install them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, David. <laughs> you can play with his like, blocks, huh? Yeah, <laughs> you can install his, uh, thing and, and uh, mess around with it. It's pretty interesting. He's got like little tutorials and stuff. Um, it's not as scary as it sounds if you uh, are not afraid of React. I'm afraid of React. Yeah, but there's, a- and you know, there's going to be a bunch of Facebook groups popping up too. There's one that I just joined um, and people are sharing, you know, people who have built blocks are sharing their 
their files and stuff like that. Um, it's it's a pretty new group. I, I I'm sure a lot of those will start popping up too for help. Awesome. Well, man, this is this is good. This is obviously just the the first of potentially many chats about Gutenberg that'll come up this year and stuff. And um, I think we've kind of touched on a lot of things, given a lot of people food for thought and, um, you know, given some great resources. Thanks James and David for coming and, you know, letting us know about all the things that are going on in the Gutenberg community and where more people can find out how they can get involved and play with it. And I, had, I hadn't heard of frontenberg.com and I love it. I went, I've <laughs> yeah, been, if y'all have, um, if you can um, link um, to anything in the Slack that you want me to put in the notes, um, I, that would be good. Yeah. They, um, they gave some pretty good resources. Well, I'll help you aggregate all of those, even if I've got I'm writing them down, but everything's pretty much just Guten. It's got Guten in it. <laughs> <laughs> David, David, was there was there anything else from uh, Nick Roach that you didn't get a chance to add, or no? He just assured me that uh, he said, "You know what? We're it's a little bit early still um, for us, yeah. but we're looking in. They are looking into it. They're not ignoring Gutenberg." And yeah, I, I I think it's hard for a company like Elegant to, to completely one hundred percent commit to it. I'm, I'm sure that they're eighty uh, percent committed, but. With the, the code base is still changing quite a bit um, for Gutenberg, I'm sure. And then, you know, the same the same goes for anybody that might have questions um, for third-party Divi developers. We have no idea. Unfortunately, we can't really do anything, uh, you know, on the Divi side until we see what um, Elegant Themes does. But Nick and team are uh, very sharp people, and I'm, I'm sure that they're on top of it. So... Yeah, yeah, well, we're a few layers deep. Elegant yeah. has to wait for Gutenberg, and we have to wait for Elegant Themes. Yeah, yeah. And well, I guess the good news is, is one of you know the lead backend developers is a React savant, little kid named uh, Ooh, Andy? Andy Tran. <laughs> yeah, Andy Tran, who's uh, just a, a wizard and a genius. So I'm pretty sure they'll figure something out. Yeah. What else? Anything? Anything else that we need to? Discuss before we sign off the Divi chat, or do we get it all? We good. One Final thing thoughts? I'll say is this is definitely not the death of page builders by any means. I agree. I don't think everybody needs to freak out. At least not you, not yet. <laughs> yeah, not until uh, WordPress six point oh. <laughs> <laughs> then they retire the class. <laughs> yeah, I concur. I, I don't think the you know panic is 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 the place to be and. Yeah. Don't waste um, your energy. Just continue doing your work. I'm actually moving everything back over to Drupal. So, <laughs> I, I do think that if I'm you're a developer or you, or you have those aspirations, I do think that it would be really good to, you know, dive into JavaScript, start learning it and stuff. Just listening to what the future is and stuff. Uh, I won't plan on it at all. Uh, you absolutely. Who, if you are interested in making blocks, you should no react and you should have a nice stack with Babel right. and webpack and you don't need any of that that's the important thing that we might have missed if somebody's watching this right uh to play with gutenberg you install the plugin and just start typing into the editor you don't need to know javascript unless you're developing right. yeah that's what i meant to say if you're planning on developing products or you know if you have any aspirations of doing that then you're definitely going to want to dive into that that stuff. 
Um, but David tried. And, you know. and if you're a designer, jQuery is probably going to behoove you to, to learn still, but you don't have to go like full React uh, JS unless you're a developer. All right. Well, I think that about covers everything that, well, at least I had on my, on Leslie's notes over here in our <laughs> chat spreadsheet. <laughs> um, thanks for coming on guys. Parting thoughts. Let's, tr let's continue with our tradition. Oh, yeah. and parting thoughts. Have parting thoughts. And uh, does anybody want to go first before I throw somebody under the bus? I'll go first because I don't have a lot to say on All this. All right. Go, Leslie. Go. I'll, I'll just say, um, don't freak out. Just keep swimming. Everything's going to be good. Um, and be, be excited. I mean, <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, I think if you uh, if you're someone who's kind of afraid of it, uh, you know, doesn't want to check it out. Um, I think you'll find you'll be pleasantly surprised. It, it's, it's it's a fun thing to play with. Everybody likes new toys, right? Nice. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was in the chat again. I, I, I love toys. I'll go next. So my parting thought is: I think if you are someone that is building websites for clients i think this is a good thing because i think it's overall it's going to push wordpress forward getting more market share more people wanting a website built on wordpress therefore creating more work for everyone so i think long term this is like a, a great thing for people that build client websites that's my takeaway boom who's next i'll go all right cory oh go ahead james cool so uh just a reminder, WordPress hasn't got a facelift in 13 years, so uh, this is a this is a good thing. Um, it seems a little shocking or a little scary at first, but once you get under the hood, it's a lot of the same core functions are still there. Uh, I would once you understand the new wrappers, it's not nearly as as scary as it, it might look from the outside right now. Uh, but I I'm, I really think it's great for our community going forward, and if you uh, just give it a chance, I think you'll enjoy it. Awesome. Thanks, James. Corey, throwing you under the bus, man. <laughs> uh, just uh, be, be proactive. Uh, you know, after you watch this episode, um, you know, and, install the Gutenberg plugin on a, on a dev site and just kind of have fun with it, play with it, read all you can about it. It's going to happen whether you like it or not. And we might as well kind of be at the, uh, the forefront and, uh, the innovators so the early adopters of it and uh, just yeah it is what it is have fun embrace it and uh <laughs> give it a kiss give it a kiss love it so, so Corey, you don't think we should be reactive <laughs> oh, <laughs> well cool. react js yes <laughs> react dot iv oh gosh all right david nerds nerd jokes um final words uh start now that's the important thing right like don't wait for april because there's not the learning curve is not as scary as you think it is but you should be ready for it so don't be afraid it's not as scary as it looks dive in boom well my my parting thought is um get your gutenberg domain today before they're all gone <laughs> Uh, that's a joke. Uh, I, I can't say anything other than anybody else has said. I personally want to thank James and David for coming on and sharing their experience with Gutenberg. It was awesome to hear, you know, people that are thick in the weeds in Gutenberg right now. Um, 
you know, to kind hey, of David, get real quick. <clears throat> Somebody asked about yeah. the uh, the CSS course, the Aspen, the Divi Space course. Do y'all have a date for that? Corey? <laughs> Sorry. SJ has kind of realized a few things, and he's he's reworking, um, you know, some, some of the areas of the course. So we're still waiting on an exact date. Um, he's trying to make it as, uh, you know, valuable as possible. And he realized he was missing some, some items. So hopefully we'll be making an, an announcement soon. Yeah. And if you have questions about it, just reach out to us and ask us, we'll, we'll, we'll keep you in the loop and stuff. Um, it's not, you know, it's a little bit past our original date of we were, when we were wanting to release it and stuff, but, um, our hands are kind of tied right now because SJ is the creator of the course and, and we're waiting on him. So um, as soon as we know something, we're going to pass it on to you guys. But it's, if it it's helps anybody, coming. he hasn't been on Facebook, so we know he's working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's, he's gone silent, he hasn't been helping yeah. you <laughs> building new plugins in four hours, then, you know, that's a, that's yeah. a really he needs good to not be in the grooves building <laughs> little plugins for people. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thanks for everybody joining us tonight, especially our live chat, man, it was super active tonight. Let me see how many we had. Oh my God. We got 18. James, you must've told some Woo! people. We typically have around 13 or 15 people and they must've heard James and David oh, really? Elster were coming on the episode. No, not me. <laughs> we got 18 watching right now. That's like an all time high. I, actually, I, I just put two and two together, but I correct me if I'm wrong, James, but you're helping out with the, uh, WordCamp Phoenix Wapu right now, correct? I oh, am. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm one of the organizers. I know you're working with a uh, clancy on on that, but uh, I, I've seen the the banter going back and forth. So thank you for yeah, everything you do because because we, we love Wapus. Yeah, I'm trying to. It'll be done soon. Hopefully today. There was some setbacks, a couple different design revisions. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm not calling you. I, I just wanted to thank you for like all you do for the. For the Wapu community, because I, I know it's I, I know it's a big effort. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah. You see my sign? I positioned it in the corner. I do. I appreciate <laughs> it. I love it. You see my joke? <laughs> Pull it up front if you want to. <laughs> Can I interest you in any pins? Uh, pins wow. oh, wow. <laughs> That's a treasure trove, man. That's, that's going to be worth millions on eBay one day. <laughs> all right. Day, like well. all my pogs. <laughs> Well, thanks awesome. for listening to another episode of Divi Chat. It's been awesome. And uh, next week, we'll be back Tuesday again. Come join us live. We're going to have a great topic. Let me see what Leslie has lined up for next week. Ooh, Let I'm me trying to remember. see here. I remember. Designing for conversion, pretty or plain. Of course, that's liable to change now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, have known, we have been known to switch the topic. A day or two. That's why we don't announce so, um, hey, everybody, have a great week. Thanks for listening to us, and we'll see you then. Thanks, James. Thanks, Thank everybody. Bye. Thanks, David. Bye-bye. Take care.